think about those, uh, that uh, reading in, in just a, uh, a moment. But um, I've, got, uh, I've got three unopened presents here in my bag. And I, I wonder if anyone would like to come and help me open uh, a, a present. Yes, antlers. That's it. That's it. I'm afraid you can't. They're not presents for you, I'm afraid. So you can't keep them. Well, you won't, probably won't want to when you see them. But anyway, there we are. I'm going to open that one. Very neat. Some people are very neat unwrappers, aren't they, of presents? Some people are. Oh, right. What have we got there? Can you see what that is? A notebook. Sort of writing paper and pen and, and envelopes. Yeah, not that exciting, is it? But uh, thank you very much. Round of applause. Well done. Very kind. So I've got some, you know, useful, useful for writing thank you letters and thank you notes because they're always important, aren't they? Even though no one likes to do those. <laughs> Parents getting their children to write thank you letters. Well done. Uh, okay, I've got another one here. Someone, um, someone who would like to, anyone like to come and open this up? Come on then, Jude. Let's see, what have we got in here? Let's have a look. Steam up if I keep my glasses on. Ooh, another fairly tidy unwrapper. Very good. Oh. oh, what do we hear? Phone box. A phone box. Well, it's a phone, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it's like a phone box. You probably don't see them very often like this. Hello, hello, yeah. It's Jude. Say hello to Jude. Hello. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Have a seat. Well done. I've got a phone. Right, I've got one more. One more gift in here. Would you like to help me? Yeah, do you want to come and help us with that? Brilliant, Ethan. If you can just unwrap this, let's see what this is. We've got another one in there. Oopsie. Don't worry, it's not breakable. Let's get rid of that paper. That's it. Oh, look. Oh, should we see if it works? We've got a, oh, it's quite a, that's it. You've got a nice, nice now. Yeah, hold it up against your ear. That's right. You hold it against your ear. Nice and tight. Hold it tightly. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh. Very good. Okay, if we're going to just mute my... Oh, hello. Say something else, Ethan. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Brilliant. Ethan, well done. Thank you very much. Have a seat. So, I've got, I mean, I had my three presents. Who can tell me what, what, what links my three presents? What links the three presents? Yes. They're for communicating with other people. You can write a letter, you can ring them up, you can string two cans together and... and uh, that's, of course, that's how mobile technology works. You do know that, don't you? I mean, there's just invisible cords everywhere, and we've all just sort of... Yeah, this is, uh, this is the way the world works. Well, it's not really, but, but it is this communication. Uh, there it is. There's some different ways of communicating. And over the years, of course, and, and different cultures, there's different ways of communicating. So um, you can shout, hope someone's listening. You can have a megaphone if, if you want to really make yourself heard. Uh, you can send smoke signals or light beacons or bang drums to, to cover distances. Uh, anyone know what that is? Morse code. Anyone know what I've just said? Nor me. Nothing, really, I think. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, there's helicopters flying over later, then obviously the spies listening in, so be, be careful. Uh, there's um, telegrams, these two people used to send telegrams, occasionally still do. Uh, but of course, now there's mobile technology. Here's the latest mobile phone. Some of us in the 80s will remember that. Uh, the mobile phones, and now, of course, there's texting and, and emails, and of course, there's now all the sort of social media of Instagram and Facebook and, and, and so on, lots of ways of communicating. We've gone through a communications revolution. Uh, of course, there's the dreaded Zoom that we never heard of two years ago, and now everybody has heard of Zoom. And of course, there's, uh, there's YouTube. Let's just wave to the people on YouTube in case they're, they're still listening. Hello, YouTube people, wave back. We can't see you, but that's the problem. We love you. Uh, there's all sorts of ways of communicating these days. There's always been new forms of communication throughout human history. In the, there were Roman roads in the first century, speeded up everything. There was the printing press in the 16th century. It suddenly transformed and revolutionized everything. But you know, we have been going through, in the last 50 years, the most fast and rapid communication revolution uh, that the world has seen. Uh, we have all sorts of ways of communicating. But you know, here's the truth. You can have all of these different gadgets. You can have all of these different means of communication. But we all know that the best way of communicating, the most effective way of communicating, is face-to-face. -face. It's being with the person. It's sitting next to them. It's putting your arm around them. It's talking to them face-to-face. -face. It's listening carefully. It is face-to-face uh, uh, -face personal communication. That is always the best way. And you know, as we celebrate Christmas today, uh, we are celebrating uh, God's communication revolution. We're celebrating this uh, wonderful truth. And uh, Iris read it beautifully from the book of Hebrews, uh, where uh, she read this. Let me just find it, my Bible. I've got a Bible, you can look it up too. Uh, Hebrews 1. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Do you know, uh, God is a, a God who loves to communicate. He communicates through this amazing creation. You can see fingerprints of his all over creation uh, in each other. Uh, we see the image of God. God loves to speak, and he speaks through creation. He speaks through us. And then Hebrews says he speaks through the the prophets, the Old Testament prophets, uh, in many and different ways, he would speak to his people. But in these last days, he says, God has spoken through his son. Through Jesus Christ, God speaks clearly into the world. And he speaks into our lives. Uh, we heard in Matthew's Gospel, Emmanuel, God with us. Not broadcasting from a distance, but coming close in the person of Jesus. And nothing else is needed. It's God's final word. So the big question is, I suppose, this Christmas, if God has spoken in Jesus, what is he saying? What has he said to us on this exciting Christmas day in 2021? Three things, briefly. Uh, he has spoken to us through his son. And the first thing is a word of revelation. Uh, he has spoken uh, through his son, saying, this is what I'm like. He says, the son, if you read it, is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. So when you look at Jesus, you see exactly what God is like. 
Before that first Christmas, Jesus did exist. Some people think Jesus suddenly appears at Christmas and that's the first thing we know about him. He is the eternal son of God. He is the second person of the Trinity. He has existed for all time and, and God, all things were created through the son. Uh, but now he comes into the world in the person of Jesus. And, and we meet and see what God is like. It's an incredible truth. It's a mystery, as we heard in the song, that God, the creator, could be held in the hands, because God takes on human flesh, so he's truly human like us. And as Jesus grew up and began his ministry, as you've read the Bible, if you've read the Gospels, you'll see what God is like. Compassionate, kind, loving, uh, rebuking hypocrisy and, 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 and gentle and compassionate with those who are hurting. We see the beautiful character of God in the beautiful character of Jesus. So I encourage you, read the, the gospel, see what God is like. People say to me, I don't, yeah, well, God's just sort of out there somewhere. He might be there, he's a force, or we don't really know him. We can't possibly know this God because we're so small and finite. But God in his grace has come into the world to show us what he's like. And he comes in the person of Jesus. God has spoken a word of revelation. This is what I'm like. So I encourage you to, to take away a, a Bible. I've got a few little copies of Mark's gospel here going to be at the door. If you'd like a copy of Mark's Gospel, so you can just go away and over Christmas look at the character of Jesus, you can discover just what God is like. God's spoken through his son. First he says, uh, this is what I'm like. And then we can hear him say, this is how much I love you. Uh, in the uh, in Hebrews, he says, after he had provided purification for sins. So what Jesus came into the world to do was not just to show what God is like, but to provide purification for sins. What does that mean? Well, it means to wash us clean of the things which prevent us from a relationship with God. Uh, our sin separates us from God, and Jesus comes to wash us clean. He does it through the cross. He goes from a wooden manger to a wooden cross. We saw that in, the, in that beautiful video. Uh, last night, at midnight last night, some of us were here, actually. It's good, well done for those who were here last night and are still here this morning. Uh, at midnight, we had bread and wine. Uh, here at the front, we celebrated the death of Jesus on his birthday. Some people think it's a bit odd. Why do you celebrate his death on his birthday? But it's because Jesus grew up to, to give his life that we might know forgiveness, know the love of God. And I think that's really, really important to remember this because today, on a day like this, for some of us, it's a joyful day. You know, it is really exciting and it's wonderful. But we recognize as as the guys shared in their prayers, that for some people today is a tough day. And it's a hard day. It's probably the hardest time of the year for those who suffered bereavements, for those who are going through difficult relationships, those who are far away from family, those who are suffering at mental or physical health struggles. Today is a hard day. And, and the idea that God loves you, it feels distant. Does God really love me on a day like today when I'm feeling this rough? So hard. And you know, the cross is the place where we can say, yes, God does love you. One day you'll know that for sure, you'll experience that in your, in your life, but, but God loved you enough to send his son and he continues to love you even in the challenges and struggles. So God speaks through his son. He, 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 he speaks a word of revelation. This is what I'm like. He speaks a word of comfort. This is how much I love you. And Thirdly, he speaks a word of challenge. Because we read in, in Hebrews, after he had provided purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. 
That is, Jesus was born, he came into the world, he, he grew up, he, he lived the perfect life, he died on the cross and, and then was raised to life and is now seated at the throne of heaven. He's, he's on the throne, seated. And it means he's, he's in control, it means he's in charge, it means one day every knee will bow before him. And he's calling us now on this Christmas day to, to bow our knee to him uh, willingly, joyfully, thankfully, because he's the saviour and the Lord who has the best life for us. The life that God has designed for us to live in his world. And Jesus is seated on that throne uh, and, and calling us to, challenging us. Will you make uh, Jesus your Lord? You know, Christmas is a, a celebration of God's communication revolution. Jesus coming into the world, showing us what God is like, showing us his love for us through the cross uh, and reminding us that he is now Lord of heaven and earth. And on this Christmas morning, he calls us uh, to put our trust in him. And I suppose the big question is, you know, it's easy when the phone rings, you know, am I going to pick it up or not? Am I going to respond or not? Uh, when a gift is given, am I going to receive it or not? It's a bit of a no-brainer, really. Well, God is offering us a gift. He's speaking into our lives. Even this morning, he's speaking because his Holy Spirit is present through his word in our midst. And on this Christmas morning, uh, God is saying to you, this is who I am. This is how much I love you. Uh, will you bow down and follow me? Put me centre of your life. Not just for Christmas Day, but for every day. Because that is what life in all its fullness, as Jesus said, he came to bring, uh, is all about. My prayer is that, is that if you're visiting, if you're thinking about these things, go away, think a bit more. Come back in the new year. Uh, come to the Hope Explored course. Uh, you might want to take a, a Mark's Gospel or one of these little books. We've got uh, lots of these little books still to, to go and, and uh, just talking about Christmas and, and the truths and the facts of Christmas. If you like facts, this is a good book for you. Uh, come back if you're, if you're thinking about these things and visiting. And of course, if you're a regular here, well, let's make Christmas this day and every day uh, a day of joyful worship of God, joyful obedience, uh, joyful living for Jesus as our Lord. Let's, uh, let's pause for a moment, just have a, a moment where you can just respond in your heart to God, and then I'll lead us in a prayer. Lord God, on this Christmas morning, we thank you that you have spoken, spoken in creation, all that we enjoy in this world, and spoken ultimately in Jesus, your Son, and we pray, Lord, that you would give us ears to be able to hear your voice, to draw near to you, to put our trust in Jesus, to be able to live in joyful worship of him. For we ask it in his precious name. Amen.